Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dunk and Dunk Connection, the podcast where Dave and I talk all things professional wrestling. Wrestling. It's been a while since I've said that. Wow. It has been way too long. About five or six months since I have said that, and it is good to say that again. We are back. Yes. Actually, Dunk and Dunk Connection is back. We are back on the weekend when we were supposed to be in Boston enjoying SummerSlam. Yes. So we decided, you know what? Since we were meant to be there, we might as well return with our SummerSlam and TakeOver 30 recap. I enjoyed it. I did too. I, I thought it was a very fun weekend. So I'm going to most certainly be in the minority. I have actually enjoyed this entire COVID-stricken wrestling that we've had to deal with. I've enjoyed it as well. There have been, there have been valleys. Yes. For sure. There definitely have been low spots, but... I think all in all, yes. WWE and AEW have dealt with the cards they've been given very, very well. Okay. Tangent, Brody Lee is my new favorite heel in all of wrestling. After what he did to Cody. Yeah. This past Saturday. To Arn Anderson. Unbelievable. No, yeah. Wednesday. No, it was Saturday. Oh, Dynamite so- was this Saturday. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because of the basketball games. And yeah. Shit. Yes. Yes. So. So. Before we break into our SummerSlam and TakeOver uh, recap, we're going to go over kind of the 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 time we've missed. We're going to talk about the COVID times we've missed of recording, talk about our highs and lows, um, our favorite matches, and go down the list of the changes in champions. Yeah, specifically in WWE. We're yeah, not going to talk AEW until we come back. Regular schedule programming. Yes. We will be back to recap AEW on Thursday. It's not going to be on Thursday because Thursday oh. is one, my girlfriend's birthday, and two, it is happening Thursday. Yes. Oh, so that's we why they have to do it Friday. Friday or Saturday if we'll do it with our SmackDown. We'll see. Nah, probably just do it Friday. I don't mind just coming bang, 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 just doing it being fresh. Yeah, we'll see. So uh, let's go down the uh, WWE champions. Yes. So I have WWE and NXT. So I'm going to do who was pre and who is now. Okay. So Universal Champion was. Goldberg. I know. <laughs> Say that in 2020. Um, and now it's The Fiend. Okay. Fresh. If they, it's fresh. fresh. The Fiend. It happened, happened last, last night. night. Um, WWE champion was uh, Brock Lesnar and is now Drew McIntyre. Which, so a lot of people have been down on Drew's title reign. I've enjoyed it. Well, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. The problem is, is everybody looks at the ratings who's watching and stuff. Well, you can't draw and you can't bring crowds in when there are no crowds yeah, to bring crowds in. Yeah, crowds can be brought in. So my opinion is everyone's been talking about this McIntyre run in comparison to Diesel's run back in 95 when he was a flop and they had to take the belt off of him. McIntyre has come into his own yes. with his promos. He's had some really good title matches. I'll be real with you. This past program, he's been working with Randy Orton, and Randy Orton's heel work with this whole oh, Drew no. McIntyre. Ra- Randy Orton's heel work is on a whole different level. On a whole other level. He, I said Brody Lee. He and Brody Lee are right, right there, one A one B. Because Randy Orton has come back into his legend killing aspect. Yes. Obviously, they wanted to do more with Edge. Edge got hurt at WrestleMania. Yes. So couldn't... No, oh no, Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules. Couldn't continue with the whole Edge thing. So what do they do? And this is the thing about... Everyone gives McMahon such crap. 
because he likes to write things on the fly. Well, you know what? This is what happens when you're good enough to write on the fly. Yeah. Okay. Edge can't do it. Bring in Christian. Punt Christian. Bring in this guy. Punt, punt this big guy. Punt Punt Ric Flair. Punt, punt everybody. Yeah. Until eventually Drew McIntyre cuts the promo yeah. where he basically says, you haven't helped anybody out in your entire career. When I was fired, I owned up to it. You should have been fired long time ago. Yeah. And then Randy Orton comes back with the greatest line. You know what? I should have been fired. But you know what? I'm too damn important to this company. Yeah. They won't fire me. Yeah. So. Um, United States champion was Andrade, but he lost the belt to Apollo uh, post um, wellness policy. Yep. Um, IC champion was Sami Zayn, who left the company for the time being um, for uh, safety reasons. Yes. He left because of COVID concerns. And now the belt is held by Jeff Hardy, which is new as well. Yes, just happened Friday. Um, Raw tag was Rollins and Murphy. Yep. And is now as the Street Profits, who beat Rollins and Murphy for the belts. Yep. Um, the SmackDown tag was Miz and Morrison, who dropped the belts to the New hey, Day. Hey, ho, ho. Who dropped the belts to Cesaro and Shinsuke, which is a thrown together tag team, but I love it. Yeah. Well, they were with Sami Zayn. Yes. They were they doing were. that whole Sami yeah. Zayn thing. But it's still like it's it's not people you would put together. No. But that's been Cesaro's entire thing. Yeah. He's held the belt three times with three different people. With three different people. Tyson Kidd, Sheamus, and now Shinsuke. Yep. I think um, he could win it with a broom. I can guarantee you he can. <laughs> he can put on a five star match with a broom. Yes. Um the women's uh raw championship was Becky mm-hmm. and now is Asuka. Yep. Um, which, which has been flip flopping between her and Sasha for the last couple of weeks. Well, no, because it was Becky. Then she the money in the bank. She relinquished, relinquished it because she's Oscar, pregnant. Which congratulations to them. Um, then Baszler stepped up, didn't get her title shot. Yeah, went to Becky. Yep. Becky won it with shenanigans. Held yes. the belt the entire time with no, the shenanigans. Yeah, Sasha won it. Sasha, I'm sorry, Sasha won it with the shenanigans. Um. Kept them with the shenanigans. You had the whole E, um, not E, uh, Kyrie, Kyrie Sane leaving WWE retirement angle. Which congratulations yep. to her. Congratulations. You know, moving on to another aspect of her life. Will she be back? Who knows? You know, I enjoyed her in the ring. Yeah. Um, and then you had what happened last night, which we'll get into. Yeah. With Oscar getting the belt back. Yep. And the women's SmackDown uh, champion has been Bailey. Has been Bailey, man. Three hundred. Three hundred something days. days Four hundred in the last year and a half. Yep. She's, and she's cool. one of the best heels. Yes, she is. She's like two or three yeah. under under Randy and Brody. She's like two or three there. Uh, there are a couple of people I probably put ahead of her. Uh, she she's the best female heel. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. She's the best female heel. But there are a couple of male other male wrestlers we're gonna get into throughout our recaps of this yeah. past weekend. Um, NXT Championship uh, Champion. We had Adam Cole, and now is Karrion Cross, mm-hmm. um, formerly Keith Lee. Yep. Um, but Karen Cross won it. We will talk about that. Yep. Um, women's champion was Rhea Ripley and is now Io Shirai. Yep. Um, the tag team champions were Undisputed Era, Redragon, and is now Imperium. Um, the North American champion was Roddy Strong and is now Damian Priest. Which Fresh. We'll get into that. Um, NXT Cruiserweight champion was Jordan Devlin, is still listed as Jordan Devlin, but it is actually Santos Escobar. Yes. Formerly, I think it's... El Hijo de Fantasma. Yeah, El Hijo de Fantasma. When they did the whole angle with um, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh Rockstar Spud. Um, uh, was with 
the Office of Pain. He was a 205 Live um, Commission. commissioner. Uh, why am I blanking on his name? I, I have an this excuse. So I just came back from a run. My brain is drained right now. I know. This is so bad. I should know this. Um, um, it'll come to us. I'm it'll come to us. And we'll, about we'll, it. we'll scream it out in the middle. Yeah. Um, and 24-7 champion. Probably was R-Truth. Probably was R-Truth. Don't know. Probably R-Truth. Yeah. Uh, it's Shelton Benjamin and now right now. Shelton Benjamin. But it'll be R-Truth before the end of the night. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> All right. COVID era opinions. I know we both said we enjoyed it. And yeah. they're doing the best they can with what they have. Yep. Best match so far in all of COVID era, specifically the time we have been away. Okay, so I'm gonna give I'm gonna give two because I am gonna give a cinematic match, and I almost feel like that's cheating. But I'm gonna give a cinematic match, and then I'm gonna give an actual live match. Okay, I only had a cinematic match. You'll think of a live match. I'm sure there's one that's gonna pop up like that yeah. for you. So for me, the cinematic match, Cena versus the Fiend. That was a lot of fun. I loved it. I loved watching Cena with the NWO. I loved how they talk about how they missed his heel turn. Yeah. How there was things that were that were that were just off in Cena's career. How he how he squashed people for no reason, and how the Fiend essentially ended. Yeah. Cena's career. Yeah. Which was what should have happened back when at WrestleMania Cena faced the original Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And he buried Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Now, I, I think I know where you're going with yours, so... Mine was the Boneyard match. Okay, I thought you were going to go with that. Because I love AJ Styles, I love Taker, and this was the return, and I was talking to you about it before we stopped, that I wanted... Biker Taker. Biker Taker to come back. Yes. And he did, but and the, he squashed AJ, But and the I thing was, it. is it wasn't necessarily just Biker Taker, I feel like it was... It was a combination of all of them. Yes, exactly. It was a group combination yes, of all because takers. he came, he obviously he rode in on the bike, but then he got thrown into the grave, and yeah. then he pops up with all the ambiance, <clears throat> and the druids from, you yeah. know, when, when he had the Ministry of Darkness. I mean, it all it all worked out yeah. like awesome. That that is a great match. That was a great last match. Yes. Like Taker cannot ever no. Callaway, stay away. You think Don't, Taker can't come back he can, in any sense of the imagination, not even as until the until he's been inducted into the Hall of Fame, he can't return? That is the perfect way for him to end his career. That is the perfect way for him to end his to ride off into the darkness. Just rides off into the darkness, spends the rest of his time with his family. They did the last ride thing, which was an awesome documentary, by the way. That I haven't watched it. So good, man. So good. Obviously, WWE has all that production value when it comes to their stuff, but such a good documentary. Um, as far as my match, okay, okay, champion versus champion, Cole versus Keith Lee. I give you that one. I really do, because that was one of the ones, that one and the one I have Okay, were, like, tied for what it is. Okay. That that match was just so good. It was, again, you had Cole with his epic run yes. as the champion. He was the poster child. And you have Keith Lee, who since Survivor Series last has year... Has been on a run. Has been on a run. He had Survivor Series, where he gets the dabs from Roman Reigns. Then he has... Um, all the stuff leading up to Survivor Series. Then he has the Royal Rumble, the thing mm-hmm. with Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar basically pa- passes the torch to him without him being eliminated by Brock. I mean, without Brock being eliminated by Keith Lee. Yeah. Then you have everything that led up to that, the Johnny that Gargano match. matches. Then that match. Winning the belt from Roddy. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. That match was so good. And again, it's it's a it's a... 
it's a conflict of styles. Yes, definitely. Because that is just what he does. Yeah. Like, and Keith Lee can flip with the best of them at his size. Yes. Um, my favorite match came at In Your House. NXT TakeOver In Your House. Mm-hmm. It was the main event. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair versus Io Shirai. That was a great match. For the NXT Women's Championship that was a great when match. Io was crowned champion. Yes. I called that finish. You did. I called that you finish. Did. I Charlotte, said Wasn't Char- it Charlotte had Rhea in the figure four? In the figure, or the figure four, eight. In the figure eight. And, and then the, she hits the, the, the moon moonsault salt. over the moon and she won the match. I called it. I, I was I talked to you about that that night. I said yeah. Io's gonna win this with a moonsault yeah. while somebody is in a submission. Yeah. That's it. Such a great way to crown her as a champion. It kept both both of the other both two strong. very strong. Obviously, Charlotte's been off TV since. She's had her things that she's been dealing with. Yeah. But Rhea has been away from the championship picture. And when we get to our TakeOver recap, yep. we're going to talk about her coming back into more of that top tier thing. Top because tier she's been picture. dealing with that um, Robert Stone Robert brand Stone stuff. Brand, which that's been great. It's been great. It's been funny. Don't get me wrong. But she, to, need, she needed to get away from that. The, People, be, the best part of the Robert Stone brand stuff is... Shotzi running Robert Stone's foot over with her tank. Oh yeah, that's the best part. Yeah, yeah. But again, that's that's how you develop some of your new characters, and that is yes. something. The, the one thing I can say WWE has missed on, and we were talking about this before we came on air, is with the way that they've been doing the crowds. Okay, you and I have the same feeling on this. Is you have heel characters in the back, so Jessamine Duke or Marina Shafir, they're cheering faces and booing heels. Yeah. I feel like if you've got a character who you're trying to build as a heel or a face yeah. within that crowd aspect, that what you do is you can almost build a dynamic between some of the faces in the crowd and get them to kind of like battle off each other. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. You know what I mean? Because don't get me wrong, Rick Bugues is a gift from God. Oh, without a doubt. We've we've loved Rick Bugues forever. Forever. It's been unbelievable to watch him in the crowd screaming at the time. He was screaming so loud at uh, Rhea Ripley and um, uh, what's Raquel? it? Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah, he's like, "Don't just talk. Stop throwing fists." He was he was screaming so loud. He's so amazing, man. Yeah. Now I'm gonna ask you this before we get into our takeover in uh, SummerSlam. Yep. Because it didn't affect SummerSlam like I thought it would. Okay. What is your opinion on retribution? Okay. I feel like their attacks against Raw are childish, but their attacks against SmackDown are sinister. So I have a feeling that it is Raw-based. That a lot of Raw superstars or former Raw superstars are trying to attack SmackDown. Because what is the next big pay-per-view? Oh, Survivor Series. Survivor Series. So this is an early build. If I think Kevin not, Owens is the leader. Because he accidentally let slip it at SummerSlam about somebody's coming back for retribution. He goes, oops, I think I said the wrong word. I shouldn't have said that. Yada, I didn't yada. catch that. Um, I think it's either him or if I don't know what the deal is with Punk because nobody's talked to him or so, talked about him recently. I mean, that would be too obvious. But then they also haven't done anything with the hacker. Yeah. I have, I've heard two different leaders. Okay. And one, I've actually heard three, one of which I hope is not, but it was revealed that it's not because he's returning Wednesday. People have said it was Champa. Okay. 
I've heard that it's possibly Dijakovic. Okay. And I've heard that it's possibly Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn I would like. That'd be interesting. I could see it as Zayn. I could even see it as Dijakovic. I don't want it to be Dijak. I don't want it to be Dijak because I want Dijak in that face role. I don't want him leading this. And I don't want I've, him on Raw either. I've described... Yeah, he's a SmackDown guy. Yeah. Um, I've described this faction as goofy because... What again? Fa- they're only goofy though on Raw. If you watch them on SmackDown, man, they're they're wicked sinister on SmackDown. They yeah. destroyed the ring this past week. You had the standoff between the Fiend and Braun Strowman, and then they surrounded the ring, and then the Fiend disappeared. And what happened? They destroyed Braun Strowman, and it took faces and heels yeah. to come out and take these guys out of the ring. So they're goofy on Raw with you know spray painting and throwing bricks through. Yeah, and like they throw a brick through a window, and instead of going to wreck more stuff, they're like high fiving and all that drunk. And, um, but yeah, I think it's interesting. I think it's going to be good. Um, yeah, definitely. I think they're going to be revealed within the next like two weeks or so. They have to be. They have to be revealed before Survivor Series. I think. Oh, without a doubt, they have to. Because why are they going to have this mask faction running around for the next three months? I mean, they've. Done other weird things, so yeah, you're not wrong. All right, takeover. Okay, star rating out of five overall. Three and a half. I was gonna give it three and a quarter. Um, it was good all around. It was good. There was nothing I can really put down. There was just nothing that kind of like popped the, off it, the page. Yes, it wasn't a. Oh my god, this is takeover. Yeah, five star matches all around. Yeah, and Dave that, Meltzer sweating. Yeah, and then the the uh, main event, the ending seemed off. It really did. It only it didn't seem like this was the planned finish. Yeah, that it was like almost like the ref fast counted or not that the ref fast counted. I think we're gonna get to the main event, but something happened in the main event that's that may possibly affect that title. Yeah, so we'll get to that when we get to the main event, but we have to start. Where we, where we, a guy we haven't talked about in so damn long, Prince Finn, Finn Balor, Balor. Okay, Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher. This guy came out of nowhere. Yeah, he came absolutely out of nowhere, nowhere when Pete Dunne was unable to travel yes. due to COVID. Um, where they held. Oh my God, UE was not the tag team champions. No. It was the Bro Stallions. It was. That's right. Oh my God! Because it was Dunn and Riddle, Riddle, but then Dunn couldn't travel, so Timothy Thatcher st- stood in, stood in, and they lost, which started Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher's feud. Yes, which Thatcher came out on top. Yeah, because he won in that cage with Kurt Angle being the special guest referee. Yeah, which that was an odd. That was a great match. It was a great match. It was a great but match. It was, it was new. Yes, but I I would like to see more of that. Yeah, when you got someone like Thatcher. That that guy, that entire. You know what? That's gonna be a stipulation match in Underground. Yeah, that match. This match between Balor and Thatcher, it was such a real clash of styles. You got Thatcher who just wanted to keep everything grounded the entire time, constant holds, constant holds, moving from limb to limb to limb to limb. It reminded me so. Thatcher's Thatch can wrestling. Yes, it reminds me so much of Ken Shamrock. Yes. So yeah. much of Ken Shamrock. That brawler. Yep. Holds. Keeps you on the ground. Very Pete Dunne esque. Kind of. Pete Dunne does a lot of flying and a lot of striking. Yeah. But he also does all that kind of joint manipulation and such, which I see a lot of Tim Thatcher doing. Yeah, but Thatcher does absolutely nothing off the mat. No. No. I think the the biggest thing he does is maybe a flying clothesline, if that. So, um, um that which, was this was a good match though. Bala came out on top. Bala came that. out on top. Um, 
obviously hits the coup de gras, hits a 1916, and he gets a W. They need to continue him on his trajectory because if they're reintroducing NXT UK like they're supposed to this week, the last thing we left off on is Walter. he's going to go to UK to face Walter. Exactly. So we kind of need to keep him trajectorying up because he's had a couple of losses that we, we're not going to f- go back and touch he upon everything. To, uh, but he dream. He lost a dream. He um he lost. Didn't he take an L to Gargano too? He took an L to Gargano. So this is an important W because as much as you want to build Thatcher, it's more important that you, you build you build Balor. Thatcher is one of these guys who I don't want to say his ceiling is mid card, but it almost seems like he's a guy that's not enhancement talent, but helps he, to he has build a, feuds with other is, guys. He's a he has a niche. Yes. Okay, and. His his ceiling is going to probably be North American champion. Not even a a feud with Pete Dunne. Really, I think is going to really be his ceiling, and that's nothing. That's not a bad thing to say about Tim Thatcher because he's an amazing wrestler. It's just that uh, everybody wants to flippy doodahs in wrestling, and you can't really provide that type of move set. You're going to get left. You're going to kind of get left in the dust unless. He gets brought into Raw Underground, Which and then he'll, a, excel. he'll excel in there. He, if they come out with a Raw Underground champion, he will be champion. Yeah, exactly. But I think as far as NXT is concerned, it's when Pete Dunne starts coming back, you're going to see that feud. Yes. You're going to build to that feud. And that'll probably be his next big feud if Dunne comes back within the next month. Yeah, which it, it lo- all, all things considered, with, it looks that way. who returned at the end of SummerSlam, yeah. all things are on oh, the can, table Yeah, now. definitely, definitely, definitely with who returned at SummerSlam. Next match was the ladder match, correct? Yes. That match was absolutely incredible. What was your favorite spot in that match? Um, Bronson Reed. Was it Bronson Reed off the top with Candice LeRae right on, on his, his back? back splashing Johnny Gargano. Gargano. That spot was incredible. Gargano's had a rough few days because he got that and he got dropped on his head by, uh, what's the guy's name in uh, NXT? The newer guy. He's a, a ground and pound guy. Hold on. Let me pull up this, Matt. Uh, let me pull up this. Okay. Um, well, since you said the Bronson Reed spot, do that sunset flip power bomb. Yeah. On the ladder that um, Cameron Grimes got hit with. That yeah. was vicious because he didn't hit him square in the ladder. Rich Holland. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. He hit, the, he hit the edge of the ladder. Yeah. Oh, man. That was brutal. But that was, you know what? In typical NXT fashion, very good ladder match. Yeah. You had a lot of clashing nostalgia. You had the big, you know, thick boy. Um, you had Damian Priest. Very tall Damian Priest. You had, you had um, Velveteen, Velveteen Dream, Dream. Who, man, he got th- thrown off those yeah. ladder through, what, two or three tables on the on yeah. past the announces? It was yeah, nuts. Yeah, because he wasn't going to make that if he didn't do what he did. He bounced off the rope yeah. to give himself that trajectory. Yeah. Um, obviously, Gargano in that match, Gargano in any match is, is unbelievable. And probably one of my favorite heels, because he's just that cocky bastard, I love Cameron Grimes. Yeah, yeah, he's so much fun. He is fun. I I love what they're doing with Gargano. I love this dark Gargano. Oh yeah, this is so good. The the Garganos, the the evil Garganos. Yes, it's great. Yes, it's very good. I would give that match. I thought Grimes was going to win that. In my opinion, I I was I was going I was going either um, Bronson Reed or Damian Priest the whole way. I was Bronson Reed or Grimes. I okay. thought Grimes could have won that belt. I thought that would have won. 
because he was going to take that straight to the moon, and he was going to challenge <laughs> the winner of the NXT championship because he wanted that double championship. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. Um, it was a good match. I'm, it was a really good match. I enjoyed it. I the, I had to. I had to make sure that I sat down and watched that match because again, it's an NXT ladder match, and I can't miss NXT ladder yes. matches. This never it never fails. Tag Wasn't team. the last really really good one? Not real. They're all really good. Yeah. But twenty five was the one where they had the first NXT championship. No. No. It was before. It was Portland, wasn't it? Oh, it was when it was the first NXT North, North American, American champion, championship. Yeah. Where Cole won it. Where Cole won it. Correct. With um, God, guys who aren't even in the thing anymore. EC three and um, um. Hold on. I want to see. It was EC three. It was Velveteen Dream. Let me see if I can find this. It was. Um, Lars Sullivan, Killian Dane, Adam Cole. Okay. I got everyone it but was one. Lars Sullivan. Yep. Velveteen Dream. Yep. EC3. Yep. Ricochet. Oh, I missed Ricochet. Adam Cole and Killian Dane. Yes. I missed Bro. Ricochet. I forgot Ricochet was in that match. I forgot EC3 was in the WWE. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be real. Oh. Um, next match. Which was so match of the surprisingly night. good. Match of the night. Yeah. Pat McAfee of the Indianapolis Colts. Yep. And of the NFL. Yep. Against Mr. Adam NXT Cole. Adam Cole. Yep. Match of the night. Some of the spots are inc- that Pat McAfee hit are incredible. The Swanton Bomb off the top turnbuckle into everybody. No. On the top rope, backflip, lands on his feet, box jumps, lands back on the top rope, superflex. Superflex, yeah. Come on. I'm not saying that that was the best spot. I'm saying that was a big spot. Dude, it was incredible. He had a better debut in the ring than Dominic Mysterio. I disagree with that. Nope. He had a better debut. Dominic Mysterio has been training for years to get in the ring. Pat McAfee's had, what, two weeks? Two weeks to get ready, and his... His practice matches he has in a in a ring that he rented so he could feel like a wrestler. The thing that got Adam Cole all pissed off. Yeah, McAfee has had no time. Now, don't get me wrong, Cole carried that match. Oh, without a doubt, he carried that match. But when McAfee had a spot, he, he hit, hit the, the spot. spot. Yeah, he didn't. When he hit that backflip off the top rope, he mm-hmm. landed that flush. Yeah. Then he had to box jump back up and hit that flush, dude. McAfee blew Mac- oh, Mysterio out of the water, out of the water, dude. It was incredible. It was a, it was incredible. Yes, it was his incredible. performance was great. Yes, to think that that's his only match in WWE. It, I hope it is because man, just stay on the pinnacle. Yeah, don't, don't come down. Don't come down. <laughs> stay don't, where you are. Yeah. You know what I mean. This was a great feud. It was a nice little like s- space filler, I guess yeah. for for UE. You know what I mean? It was nice to just. Throw it in there. I don't see the UE doing much more in NXT. No, in retribution. my opinion, because there's, there's not. Did you say retribution? I hope they're not part of retribution. I'm just saying it, yeah, we didn't even discuss them, but who knows? Yeah, who, who knows? knows? Um, but just leave it, McAfee. You you went out. You put on a five star match for 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 a uh, professional. Football player. Yeah. Last professional football player to really step into the ring was Lawrence Taylor against Bam Bam Bigelow in WrestleMania. Yeah. And again, Bam Bam Bigelow carried Lawrence Taylor through that match. Mm-hmm. But again, 
Lawrence Taylor put a hell of an effort over yeah. for that. McAfee, just bang, walk away. Yeah. Just walk That's away. That's it. That's all you got to do. You don't belong in the ring. You proved, back, you like, proved what he did when he did the, the opening shows and yes. all that stuff. Keep doing those. Yes. You proved that you could hang in the ring when you have somebody of Adam Cole's immense talent to help carry you through if spots. If he had anybody else aside from like... Johnny Gargano, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Tommaso Ciampa, or Adam Cole in NXT. Per oh, se. NXT, yeah. Or Keith Lee. No, he, Keith Lee couldn't. No, no, no. It, it, too big of a size thing. Yeah. You know what I mean, McAfee needs to be the bigger guy. Yeah. So having him against those guys sets him up to be the bigger guy. Like yeah. someone like Ricochet would work well with him too. You know, somebody who yeah. could also do the flips with him and stuff like that. Yeah. But. You need somebody who can just control the tempo, make sure that McAfee just stays loose. I mean, McAfee hit a hit a um a pop up um power bomb. No, no, no. He was on the ground. He popped up and he hit a uh, a drop kick. A kick up drum. Drop yeah, kick. a kick up drop kick, dude. I mean, he hit some really good spots, but that's what he was there for. He was just there to hit the spots. Yeah. And then Cole would just carry the rest carry of the, the match. match during the rest holds and the beat downs yes. and all yes. that stuff. And exactly. He slowed the tempo down. Yeah. But because the the I heard the commentary saying that he wants to keep the tempo slow. He wants his tempo. Yes. Not that. Oh, he's carrying this match because no. Pat McAfee it doesn't have the training, blah, yeah. blah, blah. That was their own way of saying it, that he's like keeping the tempo at his own. Was, he's controlling McAfee. It was it was the best match of the night. Yeah, definitely. Best match of the night. That just no, I wouldn't say just would be over the ladder match. Because the ladder match would be the second best in my opinion. Oh, uh, ladder match is the third best. Okay. We'll get to my 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 second best. All right, next match was Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai. Second best match of the night. Really? Yes. I wasn't fully into this match. I was fully invested in this match. One. It was very, very well done. The promo package leading up to this match got me amped. With them talking about each other. Yeah. Got me amped up. And it made me remember, wait a minute, why are we cheering Io? She's a bad guy. She's just not as bad as Dakota Kai. She's I don't a heel. See, I don't see Eo as a heel. She's still a heel in me, in, in my eyes. No, because dude, she she's doing got, a promo she, with flames all around her. The only other person to do a promo with flames all around them was Karrion Cross. Nobody else. Everybody else had the fire around them in the intro. No, in the intro, but during their promo, didn't Dakota? Pro- and she's a heel. Only the heels had the flames, is what I'm saying. So, now here's my question to you. Is Damian Priest a heel or a face? All right, they're turning him face. They're making him this potty boy, Shawn Michaels type of character is what they're doing. They're making him a rock star. Exactly. So, everyone loves a rock star. You know when Io Shirai turned face? When she won the championship against Charlotte Flair, one of the strongest heels in NXT history. Okay, but she pinned the face to beat the championship. She pinned... Yes, yeah, but Ripley. there were two faces and a heel in the champion. Just, no, there wasn't. The, there was two heels and the a... Heel, the heel was the champion. Okay, but there was still two heels in that match. Io was still a heel. Everybody wanted Rhea to come out of there with the championship because so, they felt so Rhea is this, got... So is this where we say that Io is a heel that everybody loves? Yes. Right okay. now, she is the lesser of two evils. Okay. She was the lesser of two evils in this match. She'll be the lesser of two evils maybe in her next feud, which will be the Candice LeRae feud. And unless they're going to turn Rhea Ripley heel then she'll be the heel in that match if she still has the belt then. 
Okay? I mean, I'm just, again, I'm just semantics. Semantics. That's, that's, <laughs> that should be the, the slogan of WWE the double WWE slogan. Semantics. Semantics. So that's just the way I look at it. This was a really good match. It was. There, so many, so many killer spots in this. The ref bump, I love ref bumps, especially when they're done right. Yeah. Because it's set up, it set up a great chance for Raquel Gonzalez to change the outcome in this match. Because I, yeah. th- I thought that that was when they were going to take the belt off of EO to put it on a heel to then bring Rhea Ripley in to challenge that heel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they didn't do it that way. Instead, they're setting up something completely different, which is Raquel yeah. Gonzalez versus Rhea Ripley. Let Dakota Kai now be the valet. Which I have a feeling that Rhea versus Raquel is Rhea's uh, swan song in NXT. Okay. Because I feel like Rhea is going to be the new... She's going to come up after SummerSlam. Not SummerSlam, after Survivor Series. She's going to be the new Keith Lee? I could say almost, yeah. The, the new big push? Yeah. Okay. Um, She's not going to go for the belt again. Um, okay. If she does, it'll be against Candice. Mm-hmm. Because Candice is taking that belt off of EO. Um, didn't they have a feud? I know EO, EO and Candice did when Candice was a face. Mm-hmm. Did Candace and Rhea know? So I Not could really, see that no. happening. Yeah. And Candace would retain, and that would be Rhea's swan song. Swan song. Off into the sunset. Yeah, off into main roster. Yep. Main roster, I put in quotes. Yeah. Good match. Mm-hmm. Um, EO but, went over, yep. which... Which was the right thing. Yeah. And then you had the whole, again, the aspect between Rhea and... Um, Raquel. Raquel. And, and then, then almost that, like that, Rhea. That, that little peering of Rhea yeah. in the background when Eo was celebrating. She tweeted a photo of that next to Michael Myers. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay, I can see that. Makes sense. Um, main event Keith Lee versus Karrion Cross with Scarlett Boudreaux. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take a tangent here about Scarlett Boudreaux. And I'm gonna compare Scarlett Boudreaux to Mandy Rose right now. Okay? Okay. Mandy Rose doesn't need to be in a ring wrestling. Scarlett Boudreaux is proving that in the world of wrestling in the modern era that you can be an excellent valet. Yes. Mandy Rose would be an excellent valet. For Otis? For Otis until she turns heel against Otis for that better looking guy. What we were talking about with the Dolph Ziggler thing a while yeah. back. And I'm not taking away from Mandy Rose's ability to be a wrestler. That's not what I'm doing here, and I'm not taking away from Scarlett Boudreaux's way of being a wrestler and being able to bump and stuff like that. So, But the thing is, when we talk about Mandy Rose's match at SummerSlam, we're going to get to it. Yeah. It was weak. It was. Okay. Now, here's my thing, because you're saying that you could be a great valet without stepping in the ring. Yes. Who is one person that has had, I can only remember, a single match who has been a valet for at least the last two years, and has been incredible. Oh, Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega. She does almost no matches, and anytime she's in a match, she's the, she's getting demolished. Yes. But the thing is, is nobody wants to touch Scarlet because of Carrion. Yes. Because they're afraid of Carrion. No one's afraid of Andrade. No one's afraid of Andrade right now. You know what I mean? Because there's too much inner turmoil in that whole Andrade and uh, Andrew Garza. Exactly, and it, again, it blew. It happened again this past week. Yeah. So, Scarlet is so menacing. As she, she is a witch. She, you know who she is, and I know, I know it's going to be a huge, like, turn off for most. People. She's a female Paul Bearer. Yeah. She has that eerie. 
presence when she walks down to the ring. Like when she first brings the clock down to to Adam Cole and she kind of turns it over and it starts running the sand down and she just walks away. Yeah. And and when she came out to the ring and and dumped out of the bag the broken glass yes. and sand to um, Keith, Keith Lee. Lee. And then she hands the, 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 con- the she contract, the contract with, the, with the fireball. Yeah. She even post match when she starts slapping carrying like yeah. just smashing him in the chest like she's the one who controls that whole situation yeah but again she's the puppet master again as soon as someone <coughs> touches her yeah carrying's gonna go off he's gonna snap he's gonna snap and he's gonna just stop breaking fools yeah so this is what we were talking about when we said that the ending of this pay-per-view seemed off because that did not seem like the scheduled finish and apparently carrying cross got hurt in this match yeah. He hurt his shoulder at some point in this match. And I think it was when he got power slammed. Yeah. Because right after that you saw Carrying Cross that kind of did a like he was he kept his arm really close to his chest and you could see he was grimacing on his face and they were kind of trying to sell it as that's like his his mean look or whatever. Yeah. But from that point on, he was favoring himself throughout the course of the match. Yeah. Um I don't feel like that was where the schedule finish was supposed to go. No. I feel like maybe there was supposed to be another spot or two. Yeah. I think Carrion relayed to the back through the referee hey, that my hey my shoulder is hurting me a little bit more than I thought. We gotta get we gotta get to our end spot. I think that was supposed to be still the scheduled end spot, but I yeah, just but feel like meant it, to be more to lead up to it. It seemed exactly. rushed. At yeah, the end. it just seemed really rushed at the end. Um, even the commentators they they didn't know what what was going on because yeah. they were like oh my god that was a three count. Oh my god, this match is over. Karrion Cross is the new NXT champion. Yeah, which, Mora was really shocked. Yeah, and I don't, I don't hate Karrion Cross being the NXT champion. I, I just thought it was really early for Keith to lose it. Well, faces make better chases. We've been saying that forever. Yeah. Okay, so I don't think it was. That's not the whole thing. It's that if Karrion's hurt, this is another Finn Balor situation, man. We could have a vacant title. We could have a vacant title, and who are you going to give it to at that point? You're going to hold a tournament? I mean, NXT is really great at holding tournaments. Don't get me wrong. I'm hoping that the injury is something minor, that he's going to be he's, able to work through he's it. He's not going to perform. He's not going to have a match for two, three, maybe four weeks yep. and just cut backstage promos yep. and have people. Because who's coming back this Wednesday? Tommaso Ciampa. Daddy's home. Daddy's home. For Goldie. Exactly. And who was the one that uh, wrote Ciampa off? Carrying Cross. Cross. So there, because Carrying Cross, I think only had like one or two matches since that Champa match before Lee. All of their interactions. No, he had more than that. I don't think so. I don't think he had a ton of matches. I, I thought it was okay. It was somewhere between two and four matches. Yeah, because he had the, their... he had the Dijak thing. Well, he basically That's murdered right. Dijak. Right. I he forgot all that. Basically, basically killed Dijak in front of. Keith Lee. Keith Lee. When yeah. when he set up Dijak's head in between the, the stairs, the stairs the post. And he kicked it. And then he choked Dijak out. And it was almost like a scene out of Rocky, but in reverse, where yeah. Keith Lee was standing over Dijak versus Rocky standing over Apollo. Yeah. After someone had just basically murdered him in the ring. Yeah. So It was interesting. It was it was a very good takeover. I'm just hoping that Cross's injury is not Serious. Yeah. That's the only thing I'm hoping for. Because if it is, Wednesday is going to be really interesting on how they're going to vacate that belt and how they're going to set up. The only way that I could see them doing it that would make sense is that Cross doesn't care about belts. He just wants notches. Yeah. He just wants names. Yeah. 
He just okay. He he took out Tommaso. Yeah. Okay, that was a notch. He took out Dijak. Took, took out Jack. Notch. Took out Lee. Notch. But the thing is, is when he took out the other two guys, they've been written off TV for a little bit. Yeah. Lee's gonna be on Raw tonight. Yeah. So what what's gonna happen there? Yeah. Not gonna necessarily be written off TV unless they go the whole route of Lee's too scared to stay in NXT now because Karrion destroyed him. Yeah. So. SummerSlam. Yes. SummerSlam was a lot of fun. Yes, it was. I Even the pre-show. SummerSlam. Yeah, I enjoyed SummerSlam a little bit more than Takeover. Um, one match really brought it down for me. Which match was that? Mandy Rose Mandy and Sonya Deville. Deville. And I even, actually and, enjoyed that match. And even and even the 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 Ray Rollins match brought me. Um, Mysterio Rollins match brought me down. That man. was my match of the night, bro. Wow. Okay. The amount of emotion in that match. I get it, but. I wasn't I wasn't emotionally invested in it. Like there there we keep talking about like these false finishes and stuff like that. I'm gonna get to a couple of them in this match and it, throughout the course of this event. Yeah. Difference between NXT and Raw and SmackDown, distraction finishes and roll ups. You never see them on NXT. They actually give you a true finisher every time with a finisher or a submission or or a, a no contest because they can't stop the guys from fighting. So on SmackDown, I told so last night when I was watching SummerSlam with my girlfriend Meredith, I told her at the end of the WWE Championship match, the ending of that match, I legit my jaw dropped. I was silent for all of about five minutes, and she was like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "David and I are going to rip this match to shreds, yeah, just because of the finish, yeah." So. First match. First match of the night. United States Championship match. Apollo Crews versus MVP. Montel Vontavious Porter. Yep. Which, I'm loving MVP's character. I'm loving the Hurt Business. With I don't him, like that Sheldon he shaved Benjamin. his goatee off. Yeah, it looks a it little looks weird. weird. But I, I'm liking those characters all put together. Apollo Crews gets an actual victory yes. over somebody to retain his title. Hey, there you go. Good job. You show that your champion can be a champion. He doesn't need a roll-up or a distraction to win the match. And now he's going to drop the belt to Bobby in probably two or three weeks. Probably. Which would be the right move because I think Bobby looks better with a belt. Yes. He looks kind of weird when he doesn't have a belt on. Yeah. Unless, unless they put him in a suit and tie. That yes. would be pretty cool. Then he looks clean. Then he looks clean. So, first actual match of the night was the... SmackDown Women's Championship between Bailey and Asuka. Hmm. How'd that match end? Bailey won. How? Um, because Sasha took a bump. So distraction. And, uh, uh, and then Bailey, Bailey rolled, her up. rolled her up. So you got a distraction and a roll up in the same match. About five seconds apart from each other. And it was like two roll ups back to back. Yeah, because she attempted a roll up, kick out, bump for distraction. Roll, roll up, up one two three one two three and the problem was up until that point match was awesome oh yeah the, those two had much better chemistry than Sasha and Oscar and Oscar Bailey's a better wrestler than Sasha yes Oscar's a better wrestler than Sasha yes Oscar and Bailey are a better feud than Sasha and Oscar but because Oscar's on Raw you have to keep her on Raw with that belt yes they wrestled such a good match them yes, too it did good striking. When they needed to get off the top rope, they got off the top rope. Bailey went back to her elbow drop off the top rope, yeah. that she hasn't done in how long? Like she's going back to some of her face moves. The Bailey to belly, did the Bailey to belly, did the did the elbow drop. Those are all face moves that mm-hmm. she's done. She didn't go to her 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 finisher that she's been doing recently, which is like that rip cord, like 
face buster fa- face buster thing that she does. She didn't go to that. So again, I I can't take roll ups and distraction finishes. It's like all they're doing. I bet what Raw's gonna start in about twenty minutes, and I bet you the first thing that's gonna happen is a distraction finish and a roll up. Probably. It's gone. And you know what the distraction finish and roll up's gonna be? Our truth regaining the twenty yeah, seven exactly. championship. That is how you know. But that's the only way that roll ups are okay. Yeah. Is if our truth is doing it to win the belt. All right. Next match was the tag match between Garza and Andrade against Street Profits, mm-hmm. which I gotta say, Kevin Owens in a Street Profits T-shirt with a tie, yes, was funny as hell. He's awesome. He is so good. And him and Joe on commentary together, it's so strange how good it is. It's, it's, it reminds me of your. Jesse the Body Ventura and Macho Man Randy Savage, yeah. where you have actual wrestlers who know what the heck they're talking about, who've been in the ring, yeah. talking to the crowd and to the commentary. Gorilla Monsoon. I mean, you know, we always talk about Jerry, Jerry the King Lawler. Yeah. These are guys who've been in the ring, and that's nothing against Michael Cole or Moronalo or Vance Joseph or any of these guys. Vic Joseph. Vic Joseph, I'm sorry. Um, Nothing against those guys, but they haven't been in the ring. No. And Corey Graves wasn't in the ring long enough. No. He had his independent run. He did his FCW stuff, stuff, NXT, but he wasn't in the ring long enough. He's not like a Joe or a or a Kevin Owens. And I'm not yeah. I, listen. I'm I don't want to relegate those two guys to commentary. That's no. wrong. Joe has his concussion issues that he's still trying to clear up from. Yeah. And I think they're still trying to work Owens back from that spot of the year when he jumped off the WrestleMania sign to basically kill Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Yeah. So that's spot of the year so far. Um, I think they're still trying to work him back from that. Yeah, kind of make sure he's 100% before they put him back into an actual feud. Exactly. So um, this was a great match. But again, distraction distraction finish. finish. And clean finish, don't yeah. get me wrong, because it it resulted in the fact that it was a accidental bump yeah. of Selena, Andrade checking on Selena. And Garza going for the pin, or not for the pin, going for the hot tag. Yep. No one's he, there. No one's there. Now, this was, I heard a podcast mention this, this was a very street profits, street profit match. Yeah. Because Montez goes out, goes out hot. Gets demolished by both the opponents for a while. Gets a hot tag to Dawkins, and the match is pretty much over from there. Yeah, it's a very Street Profits Street Profit match. Yep. Yeah, um, which I'm fine with. No, so am I. I like how they how they do things. How Montez is the the firecracker. He's the fireball. He's the fun one. Yep. And Dawkins is the the heavy that comes in and cleans would, up. Afterwards. I would like to see them have a dominant performance against somebody though. Yes. Like where Montez comes out on fire, tags in Dawkins. He comes in. On fire. Tags in, you know, four. But they need to put him against a actual legitimate force, not just a thrown-together tag team. They can't just have two jobbers. Oh, come on. That... That's not fair. Andrade and... Uh... I'm not saying that they're jobbers. <laughs> I'm saying that well, we call can't... Them a throw... They are a thrown-together tag team. I mean, they come out to separate no, music. They're sa- thrown together. What I'm saying is... <laughs> well, technically, Sasha and Bailey are as well. Yeah, they are. They're um, just thrown together, but they're like, who else are we going to give the belts to? The, the Iconics? The Hug- well, yes. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I know. I know well, that- they're going to lose the belts to another thrown together tag team because Asuka and Shane are going to win those belts at Payback. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're not going to hold the belts? Yeah, they are. Because they're going to end up losing them to somebody else. I don't. They, they can't lose them to Baszler and, and Asuka. It just doesn't make sense to me. 
Because those those two because are gonna that's feud. gonna that's how you're gonna build their their feud. Their dissension, but yeah. their dissension has already started because one has one title and the other one doesn't. All right. Um, next match was Sonya versus uh, Mandy. Boo. You ready? I've never given anything a one star or below ever. You're giving this a one star? I'm giving this a zero star. This match was awful, man. It was. I didn't. I, I, first of all, I didn't like the build up to this match at all. Okay. There hair was versus, no good the, build the, to the, this. The, 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 the cutting of her hair and then hair versus hair and then obviously everything that happened to Sonya Deville in real life is absolutely That's tragic. That's why they changed it to Loser Leaves because she's leaving to take care of personal. Yes. Which, absolutely tragic. Great way to kind of work it into the storyline. But again, the build was really boring to me. You know what I mean? We're still, we're still on the whole Dolph Ziggler storyline from six months ago with this stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then they... They swerved in Miz and Morrison. Yeah. On, on uh, but it Sonya's just, side. it just didn't. It just didn't. It, it, this this stuff never clicked to me. No. Okay. So it was just a, the match didn't really. No holds bar match. Nobody went to tables. There was a couple of cheap chair shots. Most of the stuff was inside the there ring. There were two the two chair shots to the back of Mandy. That was the only use of any kind of weapon. That's what I mean. Like. It, no holds bomb. Like, we're going to talk about the Mysterio match. There was shenanigans all over the place in that yeah. match. But this match, there was nothing. I mean, and then Sonya no-sold the finish. Yeah. She rolled right out of the ring after the finish, and she yeah. kind of, like, threw a little bit of attention to her and left. It was like, okay. So, again, I... The best part was uh, Otis's Caterpillar. Yeah, and Mandy's failure at a Caterpillar. Well, that's the point. I just, again... Sonya, Sonya, there was a lot of missed spots in this match. Really bad striking in this match. Like, I don't, I, I'm really dogging them and I apologize for it. But again, I apologize for nothing. This match just did not resonate with me. To each their own. To each his own. But it just, low point of this weekend, by far. So this is what brought down... Yeah. SummerSlam for you? Yeah. And then the next match. Oh, God. Mysterio versus... Rollins. Rollins was so good, bro. No, again... You don't have a lot of matches to pick from. Well, it's not even that you don't have a lot of matches to pick from. It's... All right. I love the callback of Halloween Havoc to Eddie Guerrero. Okay, he had the ringer of the of the weekend. That's what I'm saying. The callback to Rey Mysterio Rey versus Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, Halloween, Halloween Havoc. Havoc. Okay, uh, so and they kept uh, talking about 93. they kept talking about Guerrero. And they kept talking about how SummerSlam 15 years ago, Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio for custody of Dominic, and it all ties in together and stuff like that. But Dominic's been training for two years yeah. in the ring, and he just didn't look ring ready. He looked yet. incredible. So, nah, he didn't, man. He had spots. He had spots. He looked incredible, but like I just expected more. Like I really expected so, more from this. Kid. Now, did you prefer this match? Or his performance when he was getting the beat the hell out beat of Beat the hell out of, man. When he was being absolutely tattooed with kendo sticks two weeks ago, his performance was so good at that point. And trust me, I understand it's genuine. That kid took a welting that night. He took an absolute beating. But he knew what he was getting into at that point. He knew what he was getting into. So who had a better performance at SummerSlam? Was it Ray or Dominic? Was Ray's acting or Dominic's actual performance in the match? Oh, Dominic's actual performance in the match was better because Ray's acting is pathetically bad. He ha- he didn't have to keep calling out to the kid. The kid didn't want him at the ringside. 
If anything, what Ray should have done was is at the top of the ramp when they were walking down, Dominic should have just went, no. Yeah. Get, get in the back. Then you have the run-in. By Ray. Once Murphy decides to get himself involved in the match. That's how you build that match. You don't have the father just keep, come on, let me help you. Let, no, no, stay out. What are you talking about? Okay, I now I can see where you're and not and, and And then... Anytime Dominic got any kind of momentum in the match, it was because Seth Rollins was too busy talking to Rey Mysterio Jr. Yeah. That's all it was. So what you do is you get Dominic to build his own his own like his counters own and stuff like that without necessarily needing his dad to be out there and having Seth be distracted by that. Yeah. There was a different way to book this match. That's all I'm saying. And the way I look at it is Dominic comes out on his own and faces the two bullies. Yeah. And And, and does what he has to do. And if he loses then on his own against well, the two of them. He, regardless, Ray's coming out at some point. Yeah. He's going to come out at some point once this becomes a numbers game. And there's no need for it to become a numbers game 20 minutes into the match either. No. It should have been a numbers game almost like... Instantly. Instantly. Because it's a no DQ. It's a no DQ. Why wouldn't Buddy Murphy get involved as soon as possible? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't they just jump him as soon as he's coming down the ramp? Or do something... Just came into my head. B- boom. Dominic and Ray are coming down. Who's already in the ring? Seth. They're already in the ring, right? Yeah. Why don't they just maul him at the top of the ramp? Yeah. Beat up Ray so bad. Power bomb him off the stage or something like that. Now Ray's out of the, out of commission. Yeah. That's it. So who can come down and help? You got Humberto Carrillo. You got all these Alistair different guys. Black. Alistair Black, who's supposed to be coming back tonight on Raw to talk to Kevin Owens. Yeah. So there's so many different things you could have done. It's just a booking decision of having Ray stand there be the grovel. Ray Mysterio's not a groveler. Come on. No. This is the guy who beat Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. Yeah. Come on. This is the guy who won the Royal Rumble the year Eddie Guerrero died. 2006. Engine number two. Went an hour and two minutes. Went the whole time. Come on. He's not a groveler. He's not a guy who just sits there and cries over his son. He's an old man now. He's still better than 90% of the roster. Valid. 85. 90. Okay. Two. Maybe. <laughs> it's a big roster. It is a big roster. He's still better than most of them, though. Yeah. I take him over any other Lucha Libre on the roster. Um. And I don't count Andrade as a Lucha Libre. I don't count Andrade either. I was thinking Raul Mendoza and nope, uh, Walking that... Wild, Santos Escobar. Nope. No? I take him over those. Really? I take him over... Uh, the Lucha House Party. Yeah, Take okay. All those yes. guys. Okay, they can go. But I'm just saying, I I still think he's a top top two or three high flyer in the company. Oh yeah. So again, seeing I mean, him, so is Jeff Hardy. Seeing okay, but seeing him grovel outside the ring just didn't it just didn't resonate with me. I'm yeah. just like, why is he groveling? This is Rey Mysterio Jr. Come on, man. Yeah. So that that's what threw me off this entire match. These two matches back to back really were just like, oh my god, really? This is, oh man, I'm slogging through this right now. I enjoyed it, but that's just no, me. no. It, it, again, we're all entitled to our own opinions, our own opinions on the stuff, and you know, I, I'm pretty sure someone's gonna beat me up about this, but probably kind of is what it is. I don't mind. I'm willing to take the criticism, but th- that was just my opinion on the match. I just didn't like the way that they booked Rey Mysterio in the match. And again, I might be too harsh on Dominic, and I might be saying that he seemed like he slogged through this match. But after I saw what Pat McAfee did the night before, it was yeah. just so much tougher for me to be like, okay, Dominic's been doing this for two and a half years. He doesn't look like he's been doing it for two and a half years. Yeah. He looks like McAfee looks like he's been doing it for two and a half years. Exactly. Exactly. But again, the difference is McAfee wasn't asked to carry certain aspects of the match. No. Where Dominic did carry certain aspects of this match. Yeah. 
So, but most of the aspects he was he carried involved a kendo stick. Yeah. Again. Um, next match was um, Sasha Banks versus Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. Raw Women's title, which Asuka won it back. Yes. Um, clean. Very clean. There were some really, really good transitions in this mm-hmm. between um, Sasha had the bank statement on and does that kind of like kick off and roll kind of thing she does. Yep. And then Asuka out of nowhere transitions it into an Asuka lock. Um, and that's actually how she won it. She won it with the Asuka lock. Um, I thought it was a good match. It was um, it was a strong performance by the both of them. And I love how this finished where Bailey. It was the exact same thing, but Bailey was on the apron, and Oscar goes for a hip attack, and then Bailey steps out of the way, doesn't take the hip attack, but instead takes an elbow, which has knocked uh, Bailey out numerous times. Yep. And then she's out of commission, and Sasha's looking for Bailey's help to win the match, and Bailey's not there, where Sasha put herself in harm's way to help Bailey win the match. Yep. More dissension between the two of them. Yep. Still a distraction, though. Yes. Yeah. Different type of distraction, but still a distraction. But it was a clean finish this time. Yeah. No, it was a clean finish. I'm not going to lie. There's no roll-up or anything like that. So Now, if you want to talk about a non-clean finish, Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton for the NX... Or not the NXT. The WWE Championship. God, could you imagine that for the NXT Championship? Sheesh. That'd be crazy. Um, For the WWE Championship, Drew retains on a backslide. What pissed me off about this match is that one out of the four power moves was hit. There was no punt, there was no RKO, and there was no Claymore. Nope. There was only a Future Stock DDT. Yep. And the reason they pushed it, oh, you never saw it coming, da-da-da-da-da. I thought Randy Orton was the leader of Retribution. <laughs> I was like, that's how that's going to end, is Retribution's going to run out, and Randy Orton's going to be revealed as leader of Retribution. What did you think of that match? Man, the way they built up the hype between these two guys, man. It was a good match. The animosity between these two for it to end in a backslide. It was a good match. It just ended really sucky. How can you end it in a backslide? All McIntyre kept talking about was how he was going to kick Randy Orton's head clean off his shoulders. Well, there was no Claymore. Oh, there was like five or six RKO attempts. Nothing hit. Um, I don't know. It was a good match. Just ended really shitty. And it, That's ugh. being kind. I mean, it, it, just, it disgusts me when you, you, you get these two great talkers. And just- considering it's a face doing the rolling up. And the backslide. It's not like you have a cowardly heel rolling up for a yeah. deer to scamble away, which that's fine. On occasions, the Bailey roll up was not necessary because it was against Oscar. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it it kind of was because then you don't you don't need the um like Bailey hitting some kind of big move to basically take Oscar out of commission because you know. Yeah, but anyway, match. Seven of the main card, which that shocks me. There was only seven matches on SummerSlam main card. Yep. They made seven matches last three, three hours. hours. That's awesome. Well, then again, um, 
but there were so back much in the day. Back talking. in the day, there would have been thirteen matches, and it would have been a five-hour SummerSlam. I know. So, and they would have started at eight o'clock, and it would roll till one in the morning. Yep. I remember WrestleMania thirty-three. I was watching with my buddies. That show ran till twelve thirty in the morning, because that finale, you saw Undertaker with his arm raised going down to the stage. It was like twelve twenty in the morning that that show yeah. ended. And I needed to go to school the next day. So that sucked. Um, but yeah, the final match of the night um, was Braun Strowman, the monster, which I'm loving this. Yeah, this so angry, I. angry Braun Strowman yep. against the Fiend. I thought Alexa was going to get involved in this. Yeah, so did I. Um, match overall was pretty porous. Yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, they. It was. It was nowhere near their. their um, Oh, Wyatt comp- family compound match. That match was good. Yeah, I yeah, I like I, kind the, of I like it. I like the cinematic stuff. The cinematic stuff's been good. Yeah. Um, this match was just okay. What saved this match was, was everything that happened after it. Yeah. Okay. We, we, let's just talk about the fact the fiend hits the sister Abigail twice on the on the exposed, exposed wood. wood and clean pins. Yeah. It's clean. He he wins the title clean. After like a bunch of craziness, stare, ring steps, and yeah. Urinagi. it was like and wrestling in gorilla, yeah, and into the which Braun got busted open yes. on the LED board. Yes, he did. Um, so a lot of that stuff. It is what it is. I just feel like it's what you get with false ma- count anywhere match. The, yeah, but Braun Strowman matches can be a slog sometimes, and that's yes. just what it felt like to yeah. me. It just felt like it was a slog. Um, but then. The Fiend has his belt, winning, and who returns? Eats the biggest spear of the summer. Yeah. From Roman Reigns. And this is what we were saying. If Roman the, if Reigns. If he's back, everything's open at this Roman point. Roman Reigns looks like a million bucks. Dude, he looks huge. He is jacked. He looks... his. He got new teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that. Yep. Um... He's got, he's got new. He's got a new wreck slogan. Every, uh, wreck everyone and leave. Yes. Which heal possibly. I am all right. I was talking with JJ about this. I would love a heel reigns. It just doesn't work right now. No, because you have too many heels. Strowman is heel. Strowman is heel. Fiend is heel. Fiend is heel. You can't have him be heel. But he needs to be this. He needs to be this guy who just comes in, wrecks beats the hell out of everybody. Shop, doesn't care. Just and walks away. Yeah, he needs to be the he needs to be the big dog of SmackDown. Yes, basically what he needs to be. You know who his first feud needs to be? Who? AJ Styles. Yeah, he needs to t- he needs to be like no, this isn't the house that Styles built. This is the big dog's yard. Yes, this is the yard that the big dog protects. Yeah, and just wreck. And I'm not and talking. AJ Styles is gonna be like, where have you been the last six, five months? Yes. Where have you been while I've been running this brand? Yes. Where have you been? Yes. That's what they need to do. I know they want to build him to the universal title and stuff like that, and they want to put that belt on him. But even I if think they're going to let that build till next Mania. Even if this is like a a uh, uh, a a two or three week thing where he takes out Abyss one week and then he takes out um, Styles the next week or something. Oh, like Abyss. That. Yeah, I was I, like, I, who are you talking about? That I know who you're yeah. talking about. So I, that's just the way I look at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He needs to just come in and he just needs to wreck people. He needs to wreck a couple of faces along the way too. 
Yeah. Like, have Ricochet or something be on SmackDown all of a sudden. Have him beat up Jeff Hardy. Have him, exactly. You know, have him take the Intercontinental title off of Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Why the hell not? Yeah. I mean, why not? But I think the best thing about this, best thing about this, is what he says to Strowman after he spears the crap out of Strowman. I didn't catch it. I run this bitch. Oh, yeah. Set Clear as day on the microphone, you can hear it. He tells Strowman, I run this bitch. That's it. Dude, yeah, that's he, awesome. He has come back with such a fire lit up under his ass. Yeah. Again, he's gotten bigger. He must be hanging out with his cousin, The yeah. Rock, because you know he must be doing his regiment or something like yeah, that. He's, he's he did the right thing. Right. He, he stood away yeah. during this whole situation because obviously during his health concerns and stuff like that. But if he has put it that it's safe enough for him to be back, yeah, watch out. Yeah, they just need to write him the Correctly. correct story arc. They can't let him be this smiley face like he always been. No, he needs to be this. You know what he should do? What? He should show up on Raw and wreck somebody tonight. Yeah. He should just show up on Raw and just wreck somebody. Wreck everybody. He doesn't say wreck SmackDown and leave. Yeah. Wreck everybody and leave. Exactly. What if he comes out and attacks Keith Lee? I mean, that'd be a weird arc. Just because of the fact that they dabbed or something like that a couple of months ago. It would just be weird for me for him to just come out and just wreck Keith Lee for no reason. Especially after Keith Lee just got wrecked by Karrion Cross. You don't need to knock Keith Lee that far down that quickly. Valid. He needs to come. He needs to go to Raw Underground and wreck everybody in Raw Underground. I can he see needs that. To, he needs to fold Dolph Ziggler in half. He needs to ruin the Viking ex- Raiders. He needs to ruin everybody in Raw Underground. He needs to fold Shane in half. Yeah, let him spear Shane right through a right through a concrete wall. They just he needs to just come in and like his shirt says, wreck everything and leave. Yeah. And he just needs to start doing it tonight. He needs to be on Raw tonight and he needs to start doing it. Yeah. Whether or not they do it, I doubt it. But yeah, that's what they need to do. But that basically concludes the return of the Doink and Doink connection. Uh we're back. Takeover and SummerSlam reaction and post COVID discussion. Yes. Um we will be back again tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. With our Raw recap. Damn straight. Um, Much shorter episode. This has been yes, long. It's been over been an hour. This has been a very, very long episode. But, but the thing we is. We had a lot to discuss. Listen, two pay-per-views. Pre-COVID. Yeah. A few opinions. Yeah. A couple but, of tangents because, you know, that's what Dave Andrade's good but for. that's what we do. Exactly. Um, but tomorrow, uh, we got three hours to go over. Yeah. So. But it's a quick three hours because yeah. it's only like an hour and like seven, 17, 18 minutes of actual stuff happening in the ring. Yeah. And then Raw on the ground another like 25 minutes. So. Yeah. But we will be back again tomorrow night. We thank you all so much for listening. Of course, we are back. So if you don't mind dropping us a follow on Spotify, on iTunes, or even on Podbean because those are our three hosts, as well as on Facebook and Instagram, we will be getting back to posting Maybe not tonight, but possibly tonight. Maybe most likely tomorrow we'll yeah. get back to our daily postings or every couple of days postings. But that has been it. I have been Josh. I've been Dave. And we got two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out. <laughs>